0: Bakit itiba ang advice ng bawat doktor sa kanilang mga pasyente when it comes to nutrition and diet? First, I want to emphasize na wala pong doktor na gustong ipahamak ang kanyang pasyente. But, as humans as we are, meron po kaming biases based on our own experience and of course, the things that we believe in. When it comes to diet, iba-iba po yung advice namin. It's because iba-iba yung pangangailangan ng bawat pasyente. As an example, I will tell you my experience as a surgeon. About cleft, lip, and palate. Yung cleft, lip, and palate o yung bingot po, ay marami pong classifications yan. And depende po sa classifications, ay iba't iba rin yung technique kung paano yan operahan. For example, for cleft palate alone, meron tayong more than 10 types of surgical techniques. Ito yung von Lagenbeck, vo-wardel-kilner pushback technique, yung bardax, two-flap technique, furlough double-opposing Z-plasty, two-stage Palatal repair, hole-in-one repair, raw area-free palatoplasty, alveolar extension palatoplasty, primary pharyngeal flap, intraveolar veloplasty, Bomer flap, and buccal myomucosal flap. And ibarin rin po yung mga teknik na para sa cleft lip. And it will depend on the surgeon's experience and expertise kung ano yung mas nakasanayan niya dito at kung ano yung nakita niyang effective para sa kanya and sa kanya mga pasyente. Similarly with diet, especially para sa mga may diabetes, ay ang American Diabetes Association po ay naglabas na din ng kanilang mga recommended diet for patients with diabetes. And the managing physician, hindi lang po basta diabetologist or endocrinologist or nutritionist but general healthcare provider can actually provide these options para piliin ng pasyente at sila mismo ang makakadeside kung ano yung pinakamaganda para sa kanila dito. In April 19, 2019, the American Diabetes Association published this nutritional guidelines and the types of diet that are recommended would include first the USDA dietary guidelines for Americans, Mediterranean style, meron ding vegetarian or vegan, meron ding low fat, meron ding very low fat, merong low carbohydrate diet, merong very low carbohydrate diet merong dietary approach to stop hypertension or the DASH diet and also meron ding paleo diet. So lahat ng ito ay pwedeng options. But when it comes to our experience, not just as a physician focusing on root cause medicine but also as a person who grew up with a strong family of diabetes and my own father who died of diabetes complications only at the age of 56 even complying to the standard diabetic diet and consistently taking his medications and his insulin injections we have now seen that only low carb nutrition o yung pagkain na pinapababa yung carbohydrate intake together with nutrient dense foods tulad ng non-starchy carbohydrates and nutritious proteins and healthy fats is the most sustainable we will make a video about why we choose this over the others but for now, know that this is our stand. My personal stand is I believe that for those who are maintaining on a normal diet but doesn't seem to feel like improving, then we suggest that low-carb nutrition could be an option. So hindi namin ito iniimpose sa kung sino man, but we lay this down as an option together with other low-carb practitioners in the country wherein we emphasize lowering carbohydrates, to lower the need for insulin and eventually lower the insulin resistance and make the person insulin sensitive again. And just like in operating cleft lip and palate, I also have my own favorite. I usually do the furlough double opposing Z-plasty for cleft palate and for the lip would be the Millard technique for cleft lip. So yun lang po muna for now. I'll see you again in our next video. Stay low carb so that we all stay safe. Hello everybody! Good evening! na nyo ba kami ni Loki? So nandito ngayon si Loki Boy right behind me. And we are expecting a very important guest tonight. And I'm sure no, kayo mismo is excited din. Actually kaming lahat is super excited din po for this episode. Because this is a very good supplemental episode in addition sa ating previous topic which was Carnivore with uh, Sir Zarius and Daya. And to supplement with that, we invited another guest. So she is a lawyer by profession and meron po siyang background on economics. So don't worry kung meron sa inyo. I know marami sa inyo yung nag. Nag-iisip na it could be expensive, it's not for everyone, especially sa sa normal, sa average Filipino worker na medyo malaki po yung if you go carnivore. But let's see. Let's hear it from the other side. Kasi we already, eh, parang we explored already. The many sides of low-carb and even vegetarian and vegan low-carb. For those of you who have been following the page since 2019, alam nyo po na on 2020, actually, kami mami mismo also tried doing plant-based low-carb. We planned on doing 2 weeks, 14 days, pero we stopped at around day 10. Not because hindi namin kaya yung pagkain. Actually, the food is really good. Sobrang sarap. Especially na alam nyo naman na uh, very creative tayo when it comes to kitchen and making food really sumptuous. So, nakaya naman when it comes to yung importance ng ng variety and also yung panlasa nga. So, masarap kung sa masarap lang. But what stopped us is already the bloating. So we experience bloating and not just gain, gain gaining of weight, ah. hindi lang basta like tumabah o ano in that 10 days time, but we actually experienced bloating talaga in our bellies and most importantly, yung pag recur ng mga allergies for me. Mamming doesn't have any allergies, but for me, it was the allergies. For her, the sign of signs of inflammation is much. mostly aches and pains. But no. Meron na kukunin. Kukunin nyo na si Loki boy. Sige. Kunin nyo muna si Loki boy. Okay. So, yun lang naman yung mga hindrances. And... As you can see in our post, no, we are largely parang somewhat almost carnivore. Although hindi talaga 100% carnivore because from time to time, we eat some vegetables if it's there. Yun nga, yung mga coconut flour, almond flour for our waffles. And also, meron ding maraming mga certain nuts. We love nuts and seeds kahit we limit it to two to three times a week. But still, we eat some of those every now and then. So, yun yung mga little things na nakakain natin and that's why generally, hindi talaga kami nakaka-completely full carnivore. But we will hear it from attorney Astra Conlu, who actually, to give you a background, is meron na siyang... History of practicing vegetarian as a way of life for twenty years. So for twenty years, ay yun po yung kanyang kinakain. Especially that it, she is into yoga, and also yung kanyang uh uh ang kanyang community is also very supportive. Na kahit hindi man nag nagiging hindi man vegetarian yung way ng pagkain ng kanyang husband, but very supportive of her, and also meron na ding importante na meron tayong transition. Kasi, attorney asra yung sa kanyang history, based on her interview before with Sean Baker, ay merami pala siyang experiences na kahit yung sabi niya na very clean eating na lahat daw ng superfoods, nakakain na ni attorney asra lahat ng flaxseed, uh, quinoa, ano pa ba, mga spinach, green tea, special mention ata yung green tea don, and also meron mga, ano pa ba, mga chia seeds, and all of those na even in low-carb, parati naman yung kinakain. So, let's see. We will see this other side kumbaga ng ating ng ating story of low carb because carnivore is just a subset of low carb so low carb yun yung isa sa nagigising sabi natin it's quite sustainable kasi nga hindi to basta low carb lang it's not that restrictive if you want merong low carb vegetarian merong low carb vegan merong low carb mediterranean okay pwede kang mag low carb na korean we have Friends in Korea living in South Korea right now who is practicing low carb with Korean dishes. Meron tayong friends. We have Glow from Japan non practicing low carb while still eating japanese and of course no filipino low carb we have life without rice as ating pinaka grupo natin na wherein we share recipes we share menus no na mga food inspirations kung ano ba yung low carb so carnivore diet is a subset of low carb it is more on those na strict talaga wherein yung kinukuha lang na pagkain is halos na zero carbion because pure carnivore is mostly made of proteins and fats although like an egg one whole egg meron yang 1 gram of carbohydrate so hindi talaga siya totally zero carbs but those are negligible at hindi naman at hindi naman uh, natin at na uh, ano na na kailangan talaga to be very strict about the definition but so it is important na alam natin na we are sticking to what's low carb so we are waiting for for attorney azra to come in meron lang pong one stream live and then nagahanap na po no uh she will be with us in a short while okay so as for the meantime if you have questions we will try to answer them okay so sa ngayon i would like to say every to hi to everybody maraming maraming salamat po for those of you who are always watching very very excited na talaga no so analan natin technical technical support muna tayo to dl app importante lang po na Nandito tayo ngayon and we will see attorney Azra in a short while. For now, say hi to everyone. Sa si Mitch sabi niya, good evening doc, pinipilit ko husband na panoorin. Lalo na mega livestream mo kasi sa bahay ako lang po naglo-low carb and keto ngayon carnivore na. Majority sa bahay, puro high carbs. At last week, pinapanood ko yung live collab with Doc Fee about insulin. Grabe, biglang natauhan ang asawa ko. So sometimes, kailangan talaga no, na merong mga certain, certain episodes or certain posts na dun tayo dun talaga tayo ma, mapupukaw. So, merong mga gano'ng mga instances. So, it's different for everyone. So, carnivore, yung isa sa carnivore, it's just, I think, no, kung hindi man kayo magiging full carnivore, yung pinaka-takeaway, at least hindi man lang kayo matakot sa, sa meat, hindi kayo matakot sa red meat, na kung meron man tayong dapat talagang katakutan, it's actually the carbs, okay? It's actually the sugar, and the carbs na kailangan talaga natin katakutan. And we know that sugar is bad. But don't you know na meron, merong hidden sugars? So, yung hidden sugars po, yun yun nakikita natin sa halos lahat ng mga pagkaing naka, naka-wrap na or naka-plastic na. Okay? So, yung importante dito, we understand. So, before we move on to our carnivore, I'm sure na meron pa dito na mga medyo na ko confuse pa din kung ano ba yung mga carbs. So, yung carbs po is simply carbohydrate, okay? So, yung carbohydrate, tatlo yung major types of carbohydrates. It's the sugar, okay, or the simple sugars. Meron din po tayong fibers and merong starch, okay? So, kung gusto nyo maging very technical about it, okay, pwede siyang maging ano yan, mga monosaccharide, disaccharide, polysaccharide, and all those. So, pero for functional for functional uses, ha, kailangan natin sila i-identify na yung ating mga monosaccharide or simple sugars, hindi lang po ito glucose lang. Pwede itong fructose, pwedeng lactose, pwedeng galactose, okay? Pwedeng dextrose, okay? So, these are different types of simple sugars na merong tinatawag nating energy equivalent. So, Yung ginagawa mostly ng mga, mga food manufacturing na companies, they put zero sugar, zero added sugar. But they are saying na zero sugar pero yung total net carbs pala o yung amount of carbohydrates that is still translatable into energy, into calories, into insulin na impact, no? Ay pwede pwede pa mas marami kesa sa sugar. So, an example would be this, no? Kilalang-kilala So to. So, takpan natin, ha? So, this is kilalang na yung lahat ito. So, for example, yung ganyan, kung nakikita nyo dyan, it's quite blurry, pero yung nakikita nyo, yung isang pack nito, ay merong 36 grams. 36, nandito sila ngayon, kasi we are actually about to make a video about it. So, pero for you, papa ko na lang. So, per pack of this, merong 36 grams of total carbohydrates, okay? So yung total carbohydrates niyan, yun yung actually yung total. So kailangan natin malaman kung may fiber, kung ilan yung starch, ilan yung sugar kasi, kailangan natin malaman kung saan yung hidden sugar. so yung hidden sugar po, yung pinaka-common na hidden sugar are actually starch, okay? at dito yon nagagalit yung iba, yung iba nating mga kasamahan sa 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 food industry and others who are practicing nutrition na ayaw niyong lang gawing synonymous yung yung starch with sugar. Totoo nga naman, magkaiba naman sila. By structure, yung sugar is fructose and glucose, pero yung starch is glucose. And glucose alone, yun din yung pinaka-pinapababa natin sa ating blood sugar. So, hindi na natin kailangan mag-argue on how to go technical about it. But what is important is, yung importante dito is for us to realize that whether it's starch or it is glucose, pareho pa rin sila na makakapagpataas ng blood sugar. So, going back to this, no yung 36 grams po nito, 36 grams nito, yung dietary fiber is zero. Meaning, wala siyang dietary fiber. Kasi, kapag meron sanang, ano, kung meron nang fiber, mama na sana dyan. So, for example, gawin natin example to, ha? So, this is our nutrition facts, okay? So, calories, merong nakalagay dyan, total fat, sodium, cholesterol. So, for the purpose of Knowing what is what is uh, net carb, dito tayo magpo-focus sa total carbs. So, for example, sa pack ng Pancit Canton na ito, okay, we can put here na ang total carbs niya ay 36, okay? So, 36 ang kanyang total carbohydrates. And then, kapag yung 36 na total carbohydrates, ima-minus mo doon yung fiber. Kasi yung fiber, hindi yung na-translate into direct energy. Na-ferment lang sa ating chan. So, yung fiber niya is zero. Okay? So, wala siyang fiber. So, wala tayong kailangang i-deduct. Tapos, yung sugar niya is two. Okay? So, kung hindi mo alam kung paano mag-compute ng net carbs, sasabihin mo na, uy, tulang lang pala yung ating sugar dito. So okay lang, low sugar. Baka pwede sa diabetes to. Pero yung ibig sabihin po niyan, kung yung 2 na ito ay nasa ang tu ang ang 2 ay sugar out of 36. So you still have 34. Okay? So ano yung 34 grams na ito? Okay? So this 34 grams is actually starch. Mostly starch. At yung pagkatapos ng starch po, alam niyo po kung anong starch? Starch is still glucose kapag na-breakdown na po ng ating katawan. So this is what we call as the 34, is the hidden sugar, plus the 2 that is really sugar. So actually, all of these 36 grams are all translatable into net carbs of sugar. Okay? So yun po yung pinaka-importante whenever we check the labels. Kaya with carnivore, no, with carnivore actually, wala kayong kailangan iisipin because with carnivore, hindi niyo kailangan magbilang because carnivore is not processed, okay? We want to emphasize now what when whenever we say na we are some of us are into carnivore, hindi po kasama dito yung mga processed red meats. Kasi yung iba is distorting dini distort nila yung ating storyline wherein uh, yung carnivore, yung sinasabi nila nakaka ng cancer, na because ng pagsira ng kidney. Those carnivores, yun yung mga processed meats, yung sobrang taas sa nitrites, sobrang taas sa mga mga MSG at kung ano-ano pang mga emulsifiers at kung ano-ano pang mga Marami pang mga extenders and preservatives na yun po yung nakaka ng cancer. But meat alone, red meat alone, isolated, not paired with carbohydrates, not paired with sugar, not we- paired with sodas, with junk foods, so far wala po tayong ganong nakikitang Nakikitang effect okay so those are very very biased talaga so importante po na we understand that and with when, when it comes to carnivore eating yung pinaka importante dito is you know why you're you are doing it okay so each of us is maraming rasono no? um uh, maraming iba na nakatrya na ng maraming diet naka low carb naka Atkins naka ano pa yon Kohen, Okay, marami nang naka-ganyan. Marami na rin naka- uh, yung mga elimination diet with autoimmune but not really looking into carnivore. And this episode might just open up a few a few doors, no, for you to consider. Na kahit nga hindi man kayo maging full carnivore, but maybe you can see how it can possibly improve you as well. So I would like to say hi no to sir zarius and daya yung speaker guest speaker natin last week who opened up the carnivore topics and then paved the way for this episode then so we are just waiting for attorney astra if ever hindi po makapasok si attorney astra in our stream yard maybe we can transfer later in facebook live para po mas ano mas madali po don. if ever mamaya maya. so let's give her around 7 minutes before 6.30 para maipasok po natin. But for now, I hope you are all well. Once a week na lang po tayo ngayon sa ating live. We will still have two more live episodes. And don't worry, mga special po yung mga remaining your remaining mondays not then for all of you to really learn something about no so thank you so much sa lahat si sir zarius is educating us our groups no steric acid as saturated fats we need in our cells it helps diabetic person to infuse in uh to infuse mitochondria. Okay? So, um, that can sound very technical, but it really means that it can help with your metabolism. Kasi yung mga diabetic po, nakikita na meron na silang problem in their mitochondria. Yung mitochondria is a siyang specific part ng cells natin where in sila yung in charge ng pag breakdown ng glucose or fats into energy and yung pag pag intake po ng stearic acid which is very common in beef fats no yung beef talo, at saka yung sa yung fat na nasa kidney is it the ano ba, sir the uh, the adrenal glands ng ano ng beef o ano nga po yung sabi nyo, yung parang tap po ng ating kidneys ng beef those are really good sources of fat so Okay lang po yung diet na ito especially with GERD. Okay? Yes, pwedeng-pwede po yan because GERD is brought about by inflammation. And we have various studies now. Marami na pong studies who are that are really showing na yung ating ating low carb nutrition is inflammatory lowering kind of diet. And that's why we maintain it as a lifestyle, hindi lang po basta Diet lang Kasi yung importante po is sustainable ito. Nalulungkot kami kapag meron kaming naririn, naririnig na after 3 months kapag na normal na daw yung kanilang HbA1c, na normal na daw yung kanilang laboratories ay babalik na sila agad sa previous nilang way of eating. So those are really disheartening kasi bakit ka pa babalik? So, merong nagbigay ng analogy dyan, no? So, kung meron daw ilog malapit sa inyo, tapos sobrang dumi na, okay, kasi tinatambakan ng basura, and then you decided, no, nalinisin ito. And lo and behold, sobrang malinis na siya. And now, nanakita mo ng malinis na siya, okay lang ba sa'yo? Nadudumihan mo ito ulit? So that's basically the the same thing. When you do low carb, you cleanse your body. You made it into yung sinasabi ng iba na hindi na siya hindi siya sustainable. So far I've been in this way of life for almost 3 years now at marami tayong kakilala yung longest at practicing it was is actually Dr. Iris Radem. Si Doc Iris more than 10 years na siyang naglo low carb although before hindi siya labeled as low carb. She's just eating clean. And uh, her way of eating clean is really low carb. And also, we have Sir Alan Kura, So, admin natin yan sa LCFF and sa Life Without Rice, no? Practicing low carb for 12 years na ata ngayon. So, it's not about being sustainable. Sustainability will also comes with the right mindset. Kung hindi tama yung mindset ninyo, hindi po kayo, hindi po kayo talaga hindi po talaga kayo makaka, ano, makaka-sustain sa ating lifestyle. So, I'll hook in, Doc Iris, uh, I'll hook in, uh, Attorney Astra, but for now, uh, commercial lang muna tayo, sandali, about diabetes nutrition. Okay? Stay tuned. In 5 minutes, we'll Bakit be back. ang advice ng bawat doktor sa kanilang mga pasyente when it comes to nutrition and diet? First, I want to emphasize na wala pong doktor na gustong ipahamak ang kanyang pasyente. But as humans as we are, meron po biases based on our own experience and of course, the things that we believe in. When it comes to diet, iba-iba po yung advice namin. It's because iba-iba yung pangangailangan ng bawat pasyente. As an example, I will tell you my experience as a surgeon about cleft, lip, and palate. Yung cleft lip and palate o yung bingot po, ay marami pong classifications yan. And depende po sa classifications, ay iba iba yung technique kung paano yan operahan For example, for cleft palate alone, meron tayong more than 10 types of surgical techniques. eto yung von Lagenbeck, vo-wardel-kilner pushback technique, yung ducks, two-flap technique, furlough double-opposing z-plasty, two-stage Palatal repair, hole-in-one repair, raw area-free palatoplasty, alveolar extension palatoplasty, primary pharyngeal flap, intravelar veloplasty, bumer flap, and buccal myomucosal flap. And ibarin rin po yung mga teknik na para sa cleft lip. And it will depend on the surgeon's experience and expertise kung ano yung mas nakasanayan niya dito at kung ano yung nakita niyang effective para sa kanya and sa kanya mga pasyente. Similarly with diet, especially para sa mga may diabetes, ay ang American Diabetes Association po ay naglabas na din ng kanilang mga recommended diet for patients with diabetes. And the managing physician, hindi lang po basta diabetologist or endocrinologist or nutritionist, but general health care provider can actually provide these options para piliin ng pasyente at sila mismo ang decide kung ano yung pinakamaganda para sa kanila dito. In April 19, 2019, the American Diabetes Association published these nutritional guidelines and the types of diet that are recommended would include first the USDA dietary guidelines for Americans, Mediterranean style, meron ding vegetarian or vegan, meron ding low fat, meron ding very low fat, merong low carbohydrate diet, merong very low carbohydrate diet. Merong dietary approach to stop hypertension or the DASH diet, and also merong ding paleo diet. So, lahat ng ito, ay wedding options. But when it comes to our experience, not just as a physician focusing on root cause medicine, but also as a person who grew up with a strong family of diabetes and my own father who died of diabetes complications only at the age of 56. Even complying to the standard diabetic diet and consistently taking his medications and his insulin injections, we have now seen that only low carb nutrition, o yung pagkain na pinapababa yung carbohydrate intake, together with nutrient dense foods, tulad ng non starchy carbohydrates and nutritious proteins and healthy fats, is the most sustainable. We will make a video about why we choose this over the others. But for now, know that this is our stand. My personal stand is I believe that for those who are maintaining on a normal diet but doesn't seem to feel like improving, then we suggest that low-carb nutrition could be an option. So hindi namin ito iniimpose sa kung sino man, but we lay this down as an option together with other low-carb practitioners in the country wherein we emphasize lowering carbohydrates, to lower the need for insulin and eventually lower the insulin resistance and make the person insulin sensitive again. And just like in operating cleft lip and palate, I also have my own favorite. I usually do the furlough double opposing Z-plasty for cleft palate and for the lip would be the Millard technique for cleft lip. So yun lang po muna for now. I'll see you again in our next video. Stay low carb so that we all stay safe. It's like 99% of the people it's like 99% of the people in the world we are brainwashed that sugar is okay sugar can be eaten as part of the dietary guidelines however we should think twice hi my name is dr. Josephine Grace Rojo also known as your diet doctora I have written books mainly focusing on health and wellness so this coming June, we are going to conduct an LCF masterclass, a low carb and fasting masterclass. But this time, it will be different because we will tackle 12 kinds of the most common lifestyle diseases that we can improve using only natural remedies and, of course, the knowledge on nutrition and incorporation of fasting. So, ano po we expect natin sa 21 days LCF masterclass? So each disease ay magkakaroon po ng kanyang sariling private group sa Facebook. At kapag naka-enroll na at natapos ang registration process ng isang participant, siya po ay magiging member ng isang exclusive group and at the same time exclusive community na ito. For the next 21 days, magkakaroon ng available na 20 to 25 minutes of video na merong learning at meron din itong kasabay na habit forming activities and exercises. So that pagkatapos po sa 21 days ng bawat sakit ay hindi lang po magiging equipped sa knowledge yung participant when it comes to disease prevention, kung paano posibleng pigilan, kung paano ito pwedeng maiwasan, and lastly kung paano ito may avoid So, our first disease is actually on diabetes So, yung diabetes po ay yung pagtaas ng blood sugar, ng abnormal na level sa tao. At ito po ay nagkakaroon ng maraming komplikasyon tulad ng sakit sa kidneys, sakit sa puso, pagtaas ng cholesterol. Diabetes is basically destroying all aspects, all organs of the human body. And with this 21-day masterclass, we aim to provide you with the knowledge yung kaalaman at of course the practice and also the confidence na pwede pong simulan ang ating lifestyle change ng safe and natural for us to attain good health. Rem- and good health. And remember, our ultimate d- goal b- ay hindi lang po basta optimum health basta also but also so the longevity. Ang longevity po ay maa-attain na kahit sa, <Ss1> t- right. sa, sa katandaan o advanced age, we still have, M- so we still have the, the energy. Meron pa rin tayong sa amin na at lakas ng kabataan. So I hope to see you in our upcoming masterclass and if you wish to know more, meron na po details sa video na ito and I hope that you will be a part of this community na hindi lang po tetap in the ng 21 days is going but it's going to be a
1: long
0: term support, support group para po sa, sa nasisitan see, see you hello everybody we are back and finally nandito na po si attorney ashra i know you are already very very excited and let's welcome our dearest no pinakamamahal natin kahit ngayon pa natin siya na meet attorney azra conlu hello attorney
1: Magandang gabi sa iyo, at magandang gabi sa mga
0: nanonood. Thank you so much for for gracing your gracing us with your very beautiful presence and very very glowing. I'm sure maraming masas starstruck track So thank you so much, attorney. So yeah, I already made some introduction about you and they are already dying to hear your story. Can you tell us? I know no, medyo marami kana I've I've read a lot of uh uh features and even in our national newspaper nga, na feature kana na doon in one of the lifestyle sections before. So medyo-medyo pa balik-balik na siguro ang testimonial na ito, but I hope it's okay with you to share us your journey. How did it all start then? So as we know from our previous post, Galing Vegetarian, ano po ba yung kwento ninyo when you started?
1: Okay. Uh, I'm 49 years old now. And I've been on the carnivore diet for five years. Just to give you a background, I grew up on the standard Filipino diet, which is based on carbohydrates, particularly rice. So a typical day would look like sa almusal, uh, sinangag at pituitlog. Sa tanghalian, uh, rice at uh, uh, sinigang na bangus. Uh, sa hapunan uh, rice again at uh, the manok. Um, So every now and then, we would also eat Dilguan, Papaitan, um, Bopis, Isaw, Pero palaging may kasama rice. Growing up, I was fairly healthy. But just like every other kid, I would get some kind of infection every so often. There was not a year that passed that I did not get any kind of sickness. I was very prone to sore throat. And I grew up struggling with sinusitis then uh i i went into uh, i got into yoga and i became vegetarian so at this point my dietary intake consisted mostly of uh, um a lot of oatmeal at matatumis papaya
0: prutas
1: and i ate a lot of low-fat uh, yogurt at uh, pandesal with peanut butter um, a source of protein was you know, plant based. Um, I'm mongo, legumes, you know, tokwa, taho. I also eat a lot of my um, Filipino kakane, you know, Matatanese guy, you know, bilibiloy, you know, um, uh cake and sumas. And this stage of my health journey lasted for 20 years, so it was a uh, uh, very high carbohydrate, low fat. Plant-based vegetarian diet, and all throughout these twenty years, I never felt healthy. There was always that underlying, you know, low energy and general malaise. I had several health issues. I had sleep problems. I had digestion issues. But the most prominent one was uh, the fainting spells. Later on, I was diagnosed with a uh, severe anemia. At each point, the doctor who did my full blood work recommended um, bone marrow transplant. That was my wake-up call. I took stock of my health and started giving up on nutrition. Um, The China study by Dr. Colin Campbell, you know, the starch solution by Dr. John McDougall, the uh, reverse heart disease book by Dr. Esselstyn, and the famous book by Michael Collins the Omniverse Dilemma, and also the books by Dr. Joel Fuhrman, Dr. Lino Jan Greger, the How Not to Die book. And all throughout these books, the running theme was to stay away from animal foods, and especially red meat uh, and to go fat meat. So I followed the recommendation of the letter and we also started supplementing iron. So my next uh, blood work It was a little better. My health improved a little. At least I was no longer a candidate for bone marrow transplant. But I was still having the painting spells. It was happening usually around my period. And then eventually I got married, and we were able to conceive a child right away. We had a honeymoon baby. And we wanted to have, you know, uh, more children. At that point, I started struggling with pregnancy i developed endometriosis and i Mm. suffered two miscarriages Mm -hmm. Uh, and so i looked into my diet and uh, tried to improve it you know all the authoritative nutritionists recommend going plant-based so what i did was uh, incorporate more plant-based foods to my diet until i eventually turned fully vegan or 100 percent plant-based so i dropped the yogurt and other animal derives that I was still eating. So at that point, my daily food intake would consist of a lot of spinach, kale, manukai you know, um, lettuce. I would make a green smoothie out of them, add uh, soy milk uh, or almond milk, and cacao powder, um, maca powder, ground up black seeds, ground up seeds, they're married, you know all the superfoods that I could get my hands on, and you know how uh, a vegan diet is not really sustainable. I mean, you're hungry all the time. I had to eat more than six times a day. Like after two hours, I was hungry again. I was constantly eating, so in between meals, I would drink green tea, and then in the evening, I had to eat like sweet potato, just so that I wouldn't go to bed feeling hunger. So it was a constant struggle with the uh, hunger, with the constant hunger and the the lack of satiety. And then I noticed that when I switched from a vegetarian diet to a fully vegan diet, my health deteriorated. So on top of my fertility issues and changing spells, I started developing severe eczema on my hand. Uh it was you know on an obvious part of the body, and you could actually see um coming out of the skin and turning into a crust. It was a blistering skin condition. And it motivated me to look into the root cause of my health issues. So I religiously locked down every food item that I ate. I created a food diary. Every food item I ate every day and how it affected my health issues. And over a course of months, I noticed that there were just slight variations in what I ate. So elimination, of those foods, green tea didn't that much. But there was one thing that was consistent all throughout every day that was that I was taking. And it was the, the least food that I suspected because it started to be a very health-promoting food, supposedly full of antioxidants, and it turned out to be green tea that was triggering my severe eczema. So I, uh, I got that out of my uh, uh, diet, but i still stuck to my uh, vegan you know 100 plant-based diet at this point my other health issues were piling up so i was seeing boils in different parts of my body i was uh, having for the first time in my life tinnitus or ringing in my ears and i was having chronic infections i had uh, fungal infections fungal uh toenail fungus and eye uh, style you know It was like on and off. I had eye infections. And the worst part was the excruciating back pain and arthritic hips, achy joints, and painful wrists, which affected my quality of life. I had to stop yoga. And um, at this point, this was already the end stage of my vegetarian and vegan journey. Out of the blue, I started craving meat which was quite a shock to me because I never really enjoyed meat. That was, it was, that's why it was very easy for me to uh, go vegetarian and vegan. Because I really had a very strong sweet tooth. I'd rather eat something sweet and I couldn't care less for meat. But maybe at that point, you know, accumulation of 20 years as a vegetarian, and one year as a vegan, my body was starved of nutrition and crying out for nourishment, but I did not, you know, I resisted eating meat because I had that thinking that meat causes cancer, you know, heart disease. There is a very negative association with, uh, with meat. You would never see, you know, a, a book on nutrition that would recommend eating red meat. That's like, you know, it's always go plant-based and avoid animal foods, especially red meat. So I was very cautious even though my body was crying out for it. That's why I only started first with eggs and, you know, some fish and then some chicken and then eventually pork and then beef. But all throughout this time, I was still eating plant-based foods, low-carbohydrate vegetables, you know, like asparagus, broccoli. You may describe this stage of my health journey as my low-carb stage, you know, um, if I could describe it, one half of my plate would consist of uh, the animal-based food and the other half would be the plant-based food. So, even though at this point i was thoroughly enjoying the taste of meat for the first time in my life and to my own surprise it was really very satisfying and i really would rather just eat that by itself but i was still eating the vegetables out of i don't know security perhaps or like a guarantee because i was operating under that mindset that i might have a nutritional deficiency or I might get scurvy. I mean, where would I get vitamin C? And what about fiber? I might get constipated. So I was just you know, eating the plant-based food as a token vegetable. Um, and what I noticed when it comes to my, my health, um, as soon as I introduced the animal-based foods, even starting with the eggs, the fish, the chicken, the pork, and the beef, The moment I introduced animal-based foods, my health dramatically improved. For one, I no longer experienced any fainting spell. You know, I've never had a single fainting spell since that moment when I added in uh, animal-based foods to my uh, daily food intake. And my other health issues also became less in terms of intensity. They were still there, they were lingering you know the back ache you know the back pain the, the painful wrist the achy joints the arthritic hips they were still there but to a very minimal extent almost tolerable and uh, my infections were also getting less and less you know the toenail fungus the eye style, the boils the tinnitus were even getting less and less fewer and far between So at that point, I could have stopped because I was very happy with my health improvement. It was something that I could live with. It felt to me like a sustainable life because, you know, my thought process was it was a very healthy diet. One half of my plate was animal-based and the other half was plant-based, you know, and it was giving me a remarkable, significant improvement in my health. I could have just stopped there and continued with that. But then you know, there was this experience with, uh, with my uh, little experiment with green tea and eczema. The total elimination of green tea resulted in uh, complete resolution of my severe eczema without any drugs, without any medicine, without any medical intervention, just removal or elimination of the offending food which turned out to be green tea. So at the back of my mind, I had that suspicion that the lingering health issues that were still bothering me, although to a, a significantly less extent, was most likely due to, to this plant-based foods that I was still incorporating in my animal-based diet at the time, the low-carb phase of my uh, health journey. So just out of curiosity, and also because I have that burning desire to feel my best. You know, We all have that desire to, if it's possible, if there's a way to do it, then why not? If there's a way to live our best life, in our best body, at our best health, I mean, why not? And it doesn't cost a thing. It doesn't involve drugs. It doesn't involve any supplements or anything like that. Just tweaking your diet, fine tuning it, and um, you know, just out of curiosity, let's see what happens. So the same thing that I did with uh, the green tea and the eczema, I removed all the uh, token vegetables. You know, the remaining vegetables in my diet. So the asparagus, the broccoli, everything, I removed them. And I distinctly remember that moment when I sat down to a meal of nothing but steak, no side dish, no vegetable. I had, you know, I was very aware that it seemed so weird to be eating that way. I mean, you know, just I've never experienced anything like that. Just sit down to a meal of nothing but steak, on its own, by itself. Um, I distinctly remember that sensation in my stomach. It's so different from eating it together with other foods, um, or eating other foods altogether. Actually, um, it felt as if the need liquefied on contact with stomach acid it was so my stomach was so flat i've never felt anything like that after eating you know coming from a long history of vegetarianism and veganism we always eat in volume or bulk there's always that slight stretch sometimes you know major stretch in the stomach right after eating but this time with the the steak for the first time ever my stomach was so flat Right after eating, and I felt so satisfied, so satiated, and that satiety and satisfaction lasted for 24 hours. I wasn't hungry for the rest of the day. I mean, I wasn't used to that because I was just, you know, eating so so often, you know, the constant several times a day. So that was uh, all my fears about digestion, about you know possible constipation, went out the window, and. A few days, you know, and maybe over a period of weeks, but I felt so good, you know, already from that first experience. First of all, the digestion was just so remarkably mind blowing. I mean, it was a, a, an experience that's very hard to describe unless you actually experience it. It's. I went on to that for several days, and it turned to weeks, and then I noticed total elimination of all of my remaining health issues. I've never had uh, any ache or pain, no achy joints, no arthritis, nothing. Um, The night was gone, boils, gone. I've never experienced any um, since that time when I went full carnivore. No more uh, tonic fungus, no eye infection, it's nothing. For the first time ever in my life, I'm experiencing uh, a level of health that's free of disease and pain without any medication without any supplements, without any vitamins, multivitamins, pills, no medical intervention, just by tweaking my diet, changing it to a fully carnivore one. And that happened five years ago. And I've been on that diet until now. For the first three years of uh, my carnivore journey, um, I was doing it alone, you know. But um, on the third year, my husband, Dr. Kondu, after seeing my... uh, massive health transformation, joined me on the carnivore diet, and now he's also a carnivore, and been on it for two years. In his case, his background was, he was coming from uh, several years on a low-carb intermittent fasting lifestyle. Um, He was on it for five years or so, but all this while he was overweight and suffering from irritable bowel syndrome. And it was only when he removed the last bit of uh, plant uh, food in his diet and when he went fully carnivore that he finally lost weight and he completely healed from irritable bowel syndrome and up until now he has maintained his ideal weight and he has also reversed completely his irritable bowel syndrome with no recurrence of symptoms so both of us are now symptom free and disease free on
0: this diet Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. So, maraming, marami If I can do a little recap, tama ba? The first phase talaga was the 20 years vegetarian. And then the second phase, yung, nag, uh, yung the wake-up call was really the need for... Uh, bone marrow transplant. So, parang almost like us nag-transplant. Yeah, Oo, oh, oh, sobrang nakakatakot. And, for those of you who just met attorney Azra, yung husband niya is Dr. Munich Munich Conlu. So, he is a practicing physician of nuclear medicine though no? Nuclear medicine. And actually, a friend of mine, Dr. Nico de la Cruz, eh mentor daw niya si, ano, si Doc Monique sa St. Luke's before. So, I would like to say hi. She is he's also practicing keto, low carb. So, with this, after 20 years vegetarian, you even went, kasi baka iniisip, no? Yung vegetarian, hindi pa ka ka parang healthy. You even went beyond no and really shifted into vegan wherein nakita mo mas lumalapa yung previous mong health issues and just when uh, and that happened you started really questioning things at do na, nag-incorporate ka na slowly and you started with somewhat safe safe animal no safe animal products like eggs yung white meat nga sobrang last talaga yung red meat kasi yun talaga yung parang kinakatakutan ng most people but with you, you slowly transitioned and eventually nga, you said no, na you finally made the decision of just eating steak for the first time alone with more than parang, maybe that time no, half of your life because before vegetarian, you're already not fond of meat, So it's like all of your life, first time to be eating ulam alone, nothing else but just steak. And that was your fourth phase carnivore. And I believe after this, you also had a short face, no? A raw carnivore, which is lasted about a year, tama right? Yeah, so I think I can, think talk, can talk. talk
1: about it
0: if you wish. Yes, yes, please.
1: Okay. Uh, So the first year on the carnivore journey, I was eating steak every day, mostly steak. Well, of course, there's pork chop here and there, but it was mostly steak. And uh, that's for the first one year, Uh, I would eat up to two pounds a day, which is quite shocking for somebody with a small frame. You know, I'm I'm very petite. I'm only 5'1". at that point, that was exactly what I was hungry for. So I would eat one to two pounds a day of uh, just steak or pork chop. And then on the, I think, 12-month mark, one-year mark, I started craving more fat. Because prior to that, I wasn't really thinking about the fat-to-protein ratio. I was just eating steak, just eating me meat, I would eat it. But then you know, uh, on the 12-month mark, I craved uh, more fat And I was also starting to crave liver, which wasn't really kind of strange because I kind of grew up on, you know, on uh, organ meat. So I incorporated some organ meat and um, more fat to my carnivore diet. And I noticed a major reduction in my daily food intake. It was uh, cut down to almost half of what I used to eat in the beginning, in the first year. By the way, on the first year, I also gained some fat. You know, I unexpected, but you know, it wasn't really, I, I gained, it was mostly uh, belly fat, so it wasn't muscle at all, it was really fat. And then when I started incorporating more fat and uh, organs to my carnivore diet, my food intake uh, dramatically went down and the belly fat also kind of melted away. And then, you know, a few months of doing that, I started experiencing what you may probably call oxalate dumping or histamine reactions. You know the two are kind of interrelated because uh, you know oxalate can liberate histamines in the body. So it's it's really hard to pinpoint which is which. It's like a, you know a, a moving target. You don't. It's hard to know for sure what's happening. But at that point when I was experiencing these symptoms, I would describe them as. Um, um calculus build up on the lower part of my front teeth, which is the first time that it ever happened to me. You know, um so, you know, I was wondering, I'm on the very healthy diet, was why is this happening? But that's not necessarily a bad thing actually. When I late, later learned about it. Um and I experienced some, you know, it, rashes some skin rashes and some itching, you know, my eye would itch and my eyelid would sometimes swell. Uh, I would have some runny nose here and there and then some um, dry cough. These are all just very mild symptoms that would happen you know, um, after eating or on and off. This is like the experimental stage, you know, the early years, the early stage of my carnivore journey. So um, those were uh, what I distinctly remember before I started to cream steak tartare. So by that point, I was already seeing my steak less and less, you know, enjoying it, blue rare. So I just um, thought, why oh, even bother with cooking? Um, on our, you know, we, our family travels a lot, and in our visits to Europe, we were exposed to um, that Roman culture. You know, in Italy, you have the beef carpaccio, in France, you have the steak tartare, you know, it's in Peru, you have the ceviche, and in Japan, you have the sashimi. So, that's not a very strange thing as far as I was concerned. Um, and that's also when I started to launch my first YouTube channel. You know, when I was on that raw primal stage of my health journey, I was eating pure steak tartare and also uh, fresh eggs. You know, I would eat the, the, the yolk um, in its fresh state. And also for the first time ever, I started craving dairy, but raw dairy. I would source the highest quality raw dairy you can find here in, uh, in the Philippines. I would get uh, raw buffalo milk or raw goat's milk, and I would uh, make my own raw cheese. It's actually very easy to do. I would uh, just ferment um, at home the raw goat milk or raw buffalo milk, and I would even make uh, clobbered. Milk, or you know, naturally kefir without any greens, and I would also uh, make sour cream out of this uh, raw milk. So that constituted my uh, carnivore diet for one year. Um, there are va- the different variations of the carnivore diet. There are strict ones that uh, you know don't include dairy at all, and there are some that include dairy because it's uh, still animal derived. You know, it's um, and some also even include some um, um, honey and fruits. I, at this point, the raw primal uh, phase of my health journey, I incorporated a little bit of honey, but not so much, you know, just maybe at the most one teaspoon a day and only once in a while just to try it out. But I didn't particularly enjoy it because by that time I was already fat adapted and my taste buds were already craving, you know, fat. Not sweet. I was already quite put off by anything that's sweet, and I my my palate became very sensitive to sweet taste to the point where even plain water tasted very sweet to me. You know, it's so strange because if you haven't eaten sugar for such a long time, it becomes you know somehow the the palate um, becomes hypersensitive to sweetness. So. Um, the honey, even raw honey, became nauseatingly sweet, So I didn't care for it. Um, so that for one year, uh, my my daily food intake consisted of um, steak tartare, fresh eggs, raw dairy, and just one honey once in a blue moon. And then um, since we travel a lot, at one point, you know, on the I think one year and three months on the raw primal. Um, Stage, I went to Bali, uh, and we all know that Bali is a Hindu community, and uh, beef is uh, not part of their diet at all. So it's really pork, and uh, I would never eat pork raw or chicken or, you know, I would never eat any non-ruminant meat uh, raw. So only high-quality ruminant meat like lamb or or beef that I would eat uh, tartare-style. So when I was in uh, Bali, I stayed in a place where I could cook and I would buy pork from the market and I would cook uh, the pork and I ate everything thoroughly cooked. And I also wasn't very sure about the quality of the eggs, so I also cooked the eggs that I sourced while I was in Bali. And I noticed that I no longer had any oxygen tapping symptoms or Histamine reactions to cooked meat, which was what prompted me to go row primal um, on the, you know, the 12-year mark on my carnivore journey. So from then on, I had been okay with eating cooked meat. So you know, it differs person to person. It's an individual sensitivity thing. Uh, some people can suddenly develop a certain, you know, sensitivity to cooked meat for some reason. And how I dealt with that was not to give up on the carnivore diet or not to give up on meat altogether, but to eat it raw. But very, very high quality, well sourced, ruminant, you know, hundred percent grass-fed beef. I'm very fastidious when it comes to sourcing the food. So I I've, I've never experienced by the way any foodborne illness in the entire time that I was on this carnivore diet, including the time when I was on the raw primal diet. I've never experienced a single foodborne illness episode. The only time that I suffered foodborne illness was when I was vegetarian. When I was eating, you know, all these um, mock meat, you know, like soy-based meat, the meat made out of tofu, I had several bouts of uh, 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 extreme, you know, the like food poisoning in th- those cases also eating at vegetarian restaurants, eating salad with a dressing made out of, you know what, you know, God knows what. And it's, um, it has never been, that. that's one thing that I like about the carnivore diet because it's so simple. There are not many ingredients. You only have one ingredient, in fact, if like me, you don't uh, um, season your, your meat heavily. I only have one ingredient. Um, so it's easier to control the quality it's, uh and the possibility of food contamination is greatly reduced than when eating uh a mixed diet you know with several ingredients with so much going on in one plate it's like a medley of you know a different because they always tell us to uh, eat the rainbow you know several different uh, colors on the plate so um but eating only uh, meat and nothing else it was a very safe route um, so, okay, that was uh, my um, enlightening moment in Bali, I stayed there for one month, and so I was able to uh, to experience it going fully one month on a fully cooked carnivore kind of diet and not having any symptoms. So I was very happy with that, because now I can, uh, you know, just prepare the same thing for the family, cook the same batch of meat and then share it with everyone else, and uh, I like that flexibility, you know, and uh, it's also more approachable and um, more acceptable socially. You know, to, to share a meal, especially here in the country, you know, we, whenever you go to a banquet, it's um, um there's always meat there on the table, so it's easy to uh, to uh, um, practice a carnivore diet with uh, on a, on the, the cooked version of it. And it's actually just a short uh, phase of my carnivore journey because I've been on it for five years and that's just, you know, um, one year and a few months that it was zero primal. So now the stage where I am at is um, I am eating a fully cooked carnivore diet but very high in animal fat and I incorporate organs, particularly liver, at least, you know, uh, 500 grams a week. Of liver, so I eat uh, a small portion every day. I eat it together with um, my um, my uh, steak. And actually, I don't eat steak anymore these days. What I eat is uh, beef belly, because that is where all the fat is concentrated. I now so much after the the fat, uh, it doesn't look so appetizing anymore to me looking at the ribeye or, you know, the expensive steaks, sirloin, tenderloin. It's so lean. It, it looks to me like, like you know, it just, just doesn't look appetizing anymore. So it's just a small portion of meat and animal fat that I need now to eat because I think of the nutrient density with the inclusion of our liver and the the plenty of animal fats that they eat, which is a minimum of one hundred grams of animal fat, fat, pure animal fat a day. So. That is uh, where I am at at the moment. Yeah, And I, I intend to keep uh, on uh, on this diet because
0: you know, I'm still enjoying the exact same um, vibrant health. Thank you so much, attorney. No? And if only later you can read all the messages. Pagkakita pa lang nila sayo, convinced na sila na mag-carnivore because of how youthful you look, of how young you look, para hindi talaga makapaniwala na you're already 49. You only look like 30s for me. Oh, parang mas matanda pa ako sayo. So you could just be 20s. So you look really, really young. And uh, that alone no, speaks so much Because our health really blows gl- from the outside. So to recap your your story nga, you are not really a fat farmer. So, importante for those who are really bashing about low carb and keto and carnivore na for weight loss lang daw. So, attorney Azra is here. Never siyang nagka-issue sa kanyang weight, okay? Ever, time immemorial, wala siyang issue sa kanyang weight. Her issues is really about her health. So, thank you for sharing that because sobrang dami talaga na nagsasabi na this one is sustainable and Uh, vegetarian and vegan is more sustainable now if you can look at it in years of course you you siguro yung pinakamatagal na vegetarian that i know na 20 years strict vegetarian and for by the looks of it you are not the type who easily gives up hindi ka madaling nag-give up kaya nga kaya nga sa sobrang tagal na you were already experiencing a lot of health issues You are all putting the blame on yourself. Baka hindi pa ka, hindi ka pa vegetarian enough, hindi ka pa mas physically active enough, and you are already an expert level yogi na siguro by that time. And yet, something is not right. Meditation helps, okay? I believe in meditation, the power of meditation, but your food intake really... It, it, can make or break you Ika nga and when i would like to emphasize nung right after kasi generally our community is mostly what your first experience is which was low carb omnivore which is most of the plate is half vegetables and half meat okay so somewhat yung vegetables yan is fiber eh. and i can agree with you na para siyang security blanket ang hirap I- let go nung panahon na yon kasi parang security blanket talaga siya na baka kung wala ito, ewan ko the, the other place of just eating full meat is so bizarre, is so strange, is so parang unknown for the most of us na parang ang hirap-hirap eh, let go. But finally, I believe you already have the wisdom, no? To really tell yourself na sa sobrang dami na iniisip natin noon na healthy habit, which is the going vegetarian and then eventually going vegan, are not for everybody. So as of this point, we would like to say that we are not convincing everybody to go to carnivore because who knows, Baka kayo, magka din with carnivore. So, iba-iba po yung kada tao. So, we are just here expressing our own experiences. So, before you entered kanina, I actually uh, shared my experience last year na nag-try kami mismo ng mother ko, si Maming, which was uh, 65 years old na siya. Nag-try kaming mag-vegetarian, low-carb vegetarian. And mind you, it's OMAD vegetarian. So one umad lang kami. So I know the gutom na grabe talaga nakakagutom because most of the of the vegetables are mostly carbs. So you are mostly fueling on carbohydrates talaga. And the time that you are no you are already in ketosis, that was not that wasn't parang nutritional ketosis. That was really starvation ketosis. And that is something that we do not agree on. And yung sabi mo nga yung first phase na puro lean meats yung kinakain, walang masyadong fats. Because if there is a fear of red meat, there is a larger fear of fats in animal fats, di ba? And you really go through the transition nga na natakot ka den with fats. But to support that with scientific data, no, merong nag-experiment doon. Because this doctor who went sa, sa North Pole ata yun, or saan yun, and he, nastuck siya doon, and he noted na na people there, the Inuits, are actually purely carnivore. Salmon and meat, all the meat lang kinakain nila, walang kahit anong uh, plant produced. And they saw that their health is on top. So they tried to mimic that kind of carnivore eating sa America. Pero nakita nila na yung result nila hindi maganda. Only then they found out that what's wrong with their experiment is they did full carnivore but devoid of fats. Because there should be ample amount of proportion when it comes to proteins and fats. Pure protein alone is not sustainable. As much as there is essential proteins, there is also essential fats. At kailangan natin yon for overall functioning. And I can just uh, recall, no yung sinabi mo na during the time that you were eating all lean meats, ay dun ka nagkabi, nagka, nagkaroon ng fat, belly fat. And para sa iba, parang hindi siya ma-explain kung baga kung paano ka nagkaroon ng belly fat. This is because a uh, very timely yung ginenerate ni Sir Zaryo sa isang group namin na na article no wherein saturated fats leads to insulin resistance, okay? So this is another aspect na we can look into. Kasi alam natin too much sugar can lead to to insulin resistance and yung mga anti low carb yung sinasabi it's the fats that make that uh, that makes the insert that, that makes insulin resistance pero sa totoo lang yun yung sabi natin we are looking at different side of an elephant because both are true both are true saturated fat intake yes can lead into lipotoxicity it can lead into some degree of insulin resistance pero the problem with having insulin resistance from carbs and sugar, ay nagkakaroon din ito ng lipotoxicity because of fat build-up. But the insulin resistance, when you eat saturated fats and without carbs, actually, it is protective. It is protective in a way that your cells is no longer dependent on glucose as energy. Because as you said, there is fat adaptation. And one action of fats, of, of insulin rather, on fat cells is fat build up. That's why no panahon na wala kang kinakain na saturated fats you were not, your your belly are not insulin resistant. That's why they were prone to fat deposits. And that is the reason why the moment you started incorporating eating good quality saturated fats, the belly fats went off because it just went on fat burning. Wala na, itong, wala na itong parang degree of build up galing actually sa too much protein. So for those of you who are who have been following our page, we are prioritizing our proteins. Yun yung sinasabi natin, di ba? But we are not forgetting our fats. Yung fats natin, yung sabi ni Doctor, ni attorney Conlu, 100 grams of fats. So actually, medyo marami siya tingnan. Pero if you think about it, a 100 grams of fat would be just around, ano ba yan? Mga nasa 6 to, mga 9 eggs. Mga around 9 eggs in, in equivalent when it comes to fat of egg yolks. Or, yun, the usual ano, attorney would be 2 pounds or less than, mga around half a kilo of meat maybe. Okay, so those are possible examples. Ang importante na we recognize. We recognize that, carnivore diet may not be for everyone but we have attorney Asra who is a living testimony that it might work if not for everybody but maybe for those who are still searching who are already into low carb who have been into many kinds of elimination diet but still cannot fully say that I am at the top of my health and meron tayo dito our admin in in our life without rice and low carb eating and fasting community uh Clo, no who is in Japan right now based in Japan no wonder daw sobrang dami ng eczema na cases in in Japan right now and you know um, heartbreaking yun para sa kanya because she also loves lo- loves uh, green tea No, for because of, but because of this, maybe she will start to think twice. So, attorney, thank you so much. Pero yung time natin, medyo kakao di pa. But if you still have time, okay lang ba? We can accommodate some questions. Yes, of
1: course. course.
0: Thank you so much. So, speaking of ating green tea. So, sa ngayon ba, do you take anything since you are somewhat in full carnivore? Do you take anything? Like say, for example, uh, cocoa or coffee or other teas? And no, I don't
1: anymore. I, you know, over the course of five years, I have done extensive research on nutrition because, I, uh, you know, it was an eye-opening experience for me to witness the direct causation between food and health, food and disease. So I've done some research of my own, and I've been very much aware of the presence of anti-nutrients, you know, in uh, in plant foods. Um, this might not be a very popular topic for your community um, But then I would just have to, to share what I what I, I believe about it. The, for example, the cacao, you know, is uh, very high in oxalates, which um, probably must have contributed to my massive oxalate dumping symptoms and um, you know, other teas as well. Um, so my, my thought process is this, um, what would be the point of drinking it? Certainly it's not for nutrition because there is no nutrition that is found in cacao, in coffee, in tea, that is not available in in meat, animal fat, and organs. That is my you know my belief. So if I'm not drinking it for nutrition, what would be the reason for drinking it? Is it for pleasure? I don't derive any pleasure out of it. To be honest, I was just drinking the green tea because it was touted to be health-promoting and full of antioxidants. So, um, of course, it was full of uh, um, these antioxidants that was just, you know, it's really for the benefit of the plant to protect itself from being eaten. That's why it was attacking my digestive system and my entire immune system, my entire body. So I don't see a point in drinking any of this. So to we'll just cut short. The only thing I drink is water.
0: So I don't so, drink any Yes, aspects. thank you so much. Thank you so much. That is really enlightening no? and kung ako no sa na, I really believe in the I really believe that when it comes to nutrition alone carnivore is sustainable as long as you always kung sinasabi yan carnivore is sustainable if you are eating yung nose to tail approach yung kinakain mo pati in internal organs because the most nutritious part is actually the liver and as you can see with attorney Astra yun yung kinakain din niya and somewhat kahit hindi mo sinabi yung proportions for those na, na mga patients ko alam nila yun that I actually advise them instead of taking multivitamins I actually advise them get a piece of liver in a day, and wag mo siyang consider as part of your meat or ulam. Para siyang side mulang na isama mo in addition to your to your protein needs and your animal meat proteins and anti nutrients was actually one of the topics in our recently concluded low carb con. So yung low carb con low carb con 2021 convention here in the Philippines just last month na discussion done. Now we're wherein Plants, no, have anti antioxidants. They most with the highest antioxidants also have the highest anti nutrients, and that is where you can other people can have some drawbacks, talaga, because if you are very sensitive to it, so individual differences still still apply for those who are happy and the heart are a hundred percent na masasabi nila na they are at the top of their health with what they're eating so wala kami pong balak na baguhin kayo or whatever or to push you whatever we have here we are discussing here but we are just plainly offering no hindi naman lahat nagbabasa ng libro hindi lahat nag explore so this is one one venue wherein you can possibly see the other side and yes when it comes to to different nutrients like certain beans will have all of these B vitamins and certain meat will have all of these B vitamins Then, So pareho sila. Sinas- Parate pa nga compare eh, na mas mataas daw yung value ng certain vitamins on on beans and legumes and all that. Pero the question there is absorbability. How much of it are being absorbed in your body? Because animal-based proteins and meat is actually very, very highly bioavailable. Yung common sense lang, kahit hindi natin, hindi tayo scientist level, no? Yung common sense lang, yung ating anatomy po, mas malapit sa animals kesa sa puno o kah- o sa beans, no? So, of course, what is in animals is somewhat mas madaling maabsorb ng katawan natin because we have somewhat general, similar similar anatomy as compared to sa mga plants. So, thank you so much, attorney, for answering that. And another question, how about po the sabi nilang byproducts of animals, like fermented products, kimchi, kombucha, water kefir, and all that. What can you say about those?
1: Uh, we don't really need that at all you know fermented you're talking about fermented foods like sauerkraut um i don't see any although i would say that i consume massive amount of them of course you know during my vegetarian days and i saw no benefit out of it this is my anecdotal experience and i also don't see any benefit out of it because our microbiome is a product of what we eat
0: you know, And if you're
1: only eating uh, meat, animal fat, and organs, then it would balance by itself naturally because it's getting its natural fuel, its natural food. We don't need to introduce bacteria. We don't need to introduce fermented vegetables into it. Although if there are people who would like to incorporate vegetables in their diet and could not still let go of vegetables, the most digestible, probably the least, I would say, the least um, harmful vegetable would be the fermented ones because of the, you know, it's been broken down by, by bacteria. But still, there is no benefit out of it. So at best, they're just uh, um, less harmful. If, Thank you. Know, you. I, I don't know if I was able to express my thoughts about it clearly. There is no benefit out of it. Um, and
0: uh, they're just less harmful than the fresh version okay so thank you so much attorney for that no and for those naman who are uh fond of eating it so those for example kimchi and sauerkraut the bacteria that will be in there the probiotics that will be in there are the ones digesting fiber okay so if you are on carnivore you are not eating a lot of fiber so actually, it won't help. Yun yung sinasabi niya, attorney. It doesn't help. Because when you are already consuming carnivore, the bacteria, the microbiome, yung bacteria po na tumutulong with our digestion in our tummy, will also evolve. There's trillions of them. So they will also evolve according to your type of food intake. So kaya yung mga merong sobrang babalyo na mga stomach issues are those people who are eating whatever eating everything. So wala nang ala o hindi na alam ng yung chan kung ano ba talaga yung kanyang dapat na i-predominate to help you. So with when you are eating, if ever you will incorporate um, like kimchi or sauerkraut or other vegetables, yun yung sinasabi. The stand of mostly eating carnivore is actually it's just a preference and hindi pwedeng gawing nutritional hindi pa gawing excuse yung nutritional need because by nature the nutrition can be can be found and are more tawag natin dito highly bioavailable meaning na-absorb ng chyan natin lahat okay and as emphasis no si Sir Zarius uh, yung first guess natin before na Cardi then. plant has defense mechanism na hindi alam ng karamihan and that that defense mechanism are hiding under plant toxins na kasi nga hindi sila makatakbo so the, their defense mechanism is inculcated in them it's in their genes it's when we eat them Nanjan yan okay so yun yung pinaka importante for us to recognize that when it, it comes to to nutrition no? walang problema po with carnivore. You can get everything as long as hindi kayo choosy. Kaya lang ako, kaya ako hindi makapag-full carnivore. Kaya pinipilit ko pang lunokin talaga yung liver. So, ngayon, uh, I just ground, I just put the the liver in the blender and I mixed it sa beef patty ngayon para ma-incorporate ko siya. So, slowly, natututunan ko naman, pero I'm still quite a long way to go. So, yes, but I always believe that carnivore can be sustainable when it comes to nutrition-wise na speaking. And another question po, attorney, pero grabe yung concern ng lahat dito constipation hindi ba daw hindi na yan makakapag poop kasi wala nang kahit anong green sa iyong plato
1: yeah that was my biggest concern as well before you know let's define define our terms first stool is uh, what's left of the food that we eat after we have assimilated and fully digested it okay so meaning when you're eating something that is fully absorb, absorbed and fully digested, it's just normal that this, the amount and the frequency of bowel movement will be significantly less. If we're eating a mixed diet that's consisting of, a, you know, a medley of different foods, processed foods, sugar, vegetable oils, plant foods, you know, the typical, the standard, um, Filipino diet, it's healthy to have a daily bowel movement because there are toxins that are in those foods that can, you know, are not supposed to stay in, the, in, the, in, in our digestive tract, in our system. And because there is a lot of uh, undigested and unassimilated material. But when you're eating only meat and animal fat or organs, almost entirely it's assimilated and fully digested so um it's i understand the concern because a daily bowel movement is always associated with health with good health that's why there's a strong push to eat fiber but that's what fiber does we cannot digest it we cannot assimilate it that's why we have to expel it you know so what's the the, the uh, i mean the, the logic of that so if if um, what you're intaking is uh, fully absorbed by your body and perfectly uh, digested. Don't expect uh, daily bowel movement. Um, I know if it's too much information or if you know people are eating right now. Um, excuse me, but I, I, would, I would just you know this is part of uh, this uh, anecdotal experience testimony. So on average, I would only have I would only go once a week. And there is no pain or discomfort, so that's the the um, the sign of constipation. It's not the frequency. It's not. It's not that you're going. You know, for several days without uh, doing number two or without the bowel movement. It's whether are you experiencing pain? Are you experiencing discomfort? Um, in my case, it's very easy to pass, and believe it or not, it's odorless, and. I am saying this, you know, like coming from a vegetarian and vegan background, the meat diet, uh, my my bowel movements, my stool stuck to high heavens. I, I, it's expected because it's like a, a combination of several food items, you know, the entire um, the, the the whole food pyramid in my digestive tract. So it was really smelly. So I had that thinking that it's normal for stool to stink. But not until I went carnivore. And it's another thing that really blew my mind. And that's another thing that also convinced me that this is probably the proper human diet. We were also used to um, having stinky uh, stool. So one of the things that I noticed when I turned uh, carnivore was that um, the stool was odorless. So that alone is paradigm shifting, you know? It's like living in an alternate or a parallel universe where stool doesn't smell. And I would get ghost wipes, uh, you know, like when, when, when you wipe, I'm sorry for the TMI, for the too much information. It's clean. It's not messy. There's nothing to wipe because it's- Form. Um, uh, stop, me. stop me if it's already too much information it's very clean and so easy to pass and odorless and it's uh, the amount is uh, less in in terms of uh, you know volume the frequency is much less 7 days and sometimes it can go uh, there was a point where i went as long as 14 days but even then on the 14th day it was very easy to pass there was no pain there was no discomfort it was just like you know just like uh, passing urine. It's just so, uh, so smooth, effortless, and odorless. So it's a pleasant experience. Like the whole, it's as if your whole body is operating at its most optimum efficiency. It's like you know, a car that's uh, supposed to have gas. And you keep fueling it with diesel. So that's why it's not functioning properly. But then finally, you give it gas. And finally, it's uh, uh, operating at the uh, perfect efficiency. That's how my body feels right now. So even the bowel movement is a very pleasant experience. There is no offensive odor, nothing like that. And uh, there is also not no gas. You know, I, I would, uh, anyone who has been a vegetarian or a vegan would attest to that, the gassiness. Oh my gosh, I mean, you pass gas several times a day because there's so much fermentation going on in your gut. And it's so stinky, <laughs> it's so stinky. So gassy, you know, you're gassy all the time and sticky. But on a carnivore diet, there's hardly any gas. It's connected to the constipation issue because it's part of the digestion, you know. There's hardly any gas, and if at all, it has no smell. So that's my uh, my my experience. The frequency is less. The volume is less. There's no pain. Um, there's no discomfort. It's odorless. So. I've never experienced constipation on the carnivore diet for the past five years. The only time I ever suffered from constipation was when I was eating tons of fiber. Go figure, right? I mean, they always tell us to eat fiber to prevent constipation. But when I was on a vegan vegetarian diet, oh my gosh, I was constantly alternating between diarrhea and constipation. My digestion was out of whack. It was just so crazy and the more fiber i ate the worse it got so i'm not a believer believer in fiber at all i've been on a zero fiber diet for the past five years and my digestion is perfect not a single um experience or episode of constipation
0: thank you thank you so much attorneys your girl. speaking of dogs no meron din daw isang experience dito si mariel now when i feed their dogs with with the raw meat, and nawala ladin. Their stools are small and not stinky. And yes, we are actually closer to dogs than we are closer to vegetarian uh, animals because dogs are carnivore. And we, our gastrointestinal system sa haba po ng ating small intestines and sa short plung ng ating large intestines and stomach, that shows now we are not really meant to eat a lot of vegetables when it comes to proportions okay and about constipation i would like to add sa sinabi ni attorney astra na constipation we have to quantify that and qualify that by definition very hard to pass my bleeding my difficulty mayroong uh, discomfort abdominal discomfort comfort abdominal pain and of course now yung iba na na so those are constipation but lessening of stool bulk is not automatic constipation okay yung at yung ibig sabihin po na ni attorney is actually the Low residue foods. Anong ibig sabihin ng low residue foods? So low residue, we still co- go back to what we just said about high bioavailability. Meaning halos lahat po ng kinakain mo when you are on carnivore are almost absorbed. Everything is absorbed. So halos wala na yung natitira dyan. Maybe kakaunting mga bone fragments or cartilaginous fragments or whatever na mga linings like the veins and the blood vessels who are very thick. Yun lang siguro yung matitira. But generally with low residue foods, it is expected to how to having less stool frequency then. So it is just expected, you can watch Dr. Berg's, uh Ken Kenberry pala. Dr. Kenberry when he uh put there yung stool chart yung iba And don't worry sa mga viewers natin either naka-fasting yan or nakatapos ng kumain because it's already 7:30 and usually we promote circadian rhythm circadian feeding circadian eating wherein come sundown tapos na tayong kumain we go back always to our roots and it's not just natural for us to eat late every night every day and every night so is thank you po attorney astra for that and to emphasize also no yung sinabi mo when it comes to to ating fart, no? When we pass on our gas, hindi rin siya ganon kas- smelly, And that is really true and hindi, na ako sa, hindi ko lang sasabihin pero yung brother ko, si Andrew maraming stories about that and he is very very proud right now na hindi na po ganon siya embarrassed kapag po parating nagagas. Kasi noon only rice din yun eh. And with too much of these foods you really need to eliminate so much then. So it's just really expected when it comes to constipation. And I think yung isang important thing factor na people are, when they transition, what they are having a hard time because they are used of the habit. Yung habit nila na everyday mag... It's like, it's like their routine na kapag hindi nila nagagawa is they don't feel so good. So the mindset is also a very important aspect. At yung iba na sinasabing nahihirapan sila because they are forcing themselves to to pass it out wherein kung totoo pong ready na kayong magpalabas ng inyong mga residue sa inyong katawan it will just give you the urge you don't need to force to 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 eliminate kung walang kailangang eliminate just because routine niyo na kapag pagkatapos niyo mag gumising and then nasa CR na kayo first 30 minutes you have your toilet routine at hindi na 'yon nangyayari so those are the important mindset that you should consider so attorney meron mga few more questions yung isa about food intake and about fasting do you also do you also fast in a day and then do you eat how many times in a day you know
1: the what i love the most about the carnivore diet is the simplicity i don't need to count the hours of fasting or anything like that i just go by my hunger i there i just eat whenever i'm hungry so there's not an hour or there's not a minute of hunger and this just happens as i've said in the beginning uh, naturally, you go into OMAD. You, you tend to eat one meal a day because whatever you eat satisfies you for the whole day. And, you, and just naturally not hungry until the following day. And, you know, sometimes when I get really busy, I even forget to eat. There was a the time, this is my record, you know, I, I, I reached 96 hours without even thinking about it just because I I don't get hungry at all. Uh, At that point, uh, I don't know, I was probably on my third or fourth year on the carnivore diet. I was already very much fat adapted and uh, I got so busy and the hours just flew by, the days just flew by and they forgot to eat. But my energy level was so steady. It was from the moment I wake up until the time that I eat, you know, even, Sleeping and then uh, you know sleep again and then wake up. It's just so steady. There is no rise, you know, in hunger. There is no um signal for hunger. It was just a uh, effortless fasting. It was it's not intentional fasting. So what I do now, okay, so you're asking what my current um uh eating schedule is that uh now you know I eat once a day, um. Actually I brought here, i show you an example. This is, uh, can you see it? This is pork belly. Uh, I mean this is beef belly. So you can see the sticks of fat. That's how much uh, meat and fat they eat. This is about uh, almost 400 grams. So almost one pound. And this is enough for me for a whole day. It can keep me full and i can even go on until the next day i think i can go on because sometimes i just eat because i feel like um i just really want to eat (laughs) and also because i'm already at you know uh, uh, at my ideal weight and i don't want to lose any more um, body fat or any more body weight i just am on a maintenance level right now so if i don't eat um at least once a day i might be losing too much uh weight which i don't want to happen so i eat about 400 grams a day of um um, meat and animal fat so the ratio is about um 300 grams of lean meat and 100 grams of uh, pure animal fat and then liver to that maybe 50 grams or 60 grams of liver I eat it together with uh, uh, lean meat and the animal fat, this uh, beef belly that I showed you. Um, that's around um, 11 a.m. usually. That's what I had today. I, my last meal was at 11 a.m. And um, I'll probably eat again tomorrow at around that time, 11 a.m., you know, noontime. Usually, my cutoff is noontime. I don't anymore eat anything by that time. Um, I like to like go, go to bed. Um, um without you know any food in my stomach i want everything to be fully digested i sleep better that way so i tend to eat uh early in the day at least once a day but from time to time it goes on for at least you know um like every other day or every two days i eat one meal for every two days or three days which just naturally happens without any intention. It's not like I wake up that day and say, okay, now I'm going to fast for 48 hours, or I'm going to fast for 72 hours. I don't have uh, any schedule like that. I just go with the flow of, do I feel like eating right now? Uh, maybe yes, maybe I could eat. Um, does, it, uh, does meat uh, sound appetizing right now? Then. Uh, I just go with that. And then I stop when I'm full. And usually that's um, after eating this entire meal of about 400 grams a day, I'm totally satisfied at the end of that meal. And also since you're asking about fasting, I tend to do a dry fast naturally because I naturally don't get thirsty because of the high uh, fat content of the diet. You know, we're producing a lot of metabolic water out of it. And I've learned that over the 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 past years of my also research on nutrition that we're producing actually a lot of metabolic water when we are in nutritional ketosis, when we're eating plenty of animal fat. So we don't really get thirsty. And I have personally experienced that. I hardly ever get thirsty. And the only time I feel a need to drink is uh right, you know, after eating, usually about an hour or two hours after my meal, that's when I would uh, drink water, and this is much less than what I used to drink. So I'm, um, in effect, I'm doing uh, intermittent fasting with the dry fasting combined naturally. You know, without uh, forcing it. Um, oh, back when I was on a very carbohydrate-heavy diet, uh, on a you know, carbo uh, uh, carbohydrate metabolism I used to drink at least eight glasses of water a day and I was constantly thirsty but now that i'm constantly in ketosis probably 24/ 7 ketosis uh, I can only drink up to two glasses of water a day this uh bottle of water that i have here is just to wet my lips because my lips tend to get dry when i'm talking but i am not really drinking it.
0: Because right now, I'm not even thirsty. So, yeah. Thank you so much for that, Atulinos. I can relate with so many things that you said. And right now, for those who have been following us, we are actually around going 30 hours na naka-fasting kami ngayon. And that 24 hours of that is dry fasting. So, for those who are asking, no, I made a video about dry fasting. How our fats, no, and the fats that we eat, can be converted not just on for ketones as energy but also as metabolic water it is the purest cleanest form of water kasi po gawayan ng katawan niyo so that that is another topic for another time and of course now for those who are asking about cholesterol and saturated fats marami na pong video na natin dyan. just search on it hindi this is not the time for that if you are still on the fear of fat phase so, you are a long way to go, going to carnivore. But if you have these questions in mind, you follow that line of thought, no? Who knows, baka maroon kayo makita sa sagot, and that could be what happened to attorney Asra. na nakita din niya yung mga hinahanap niya just by asking certain questions. And meron pa dito ang isa pa, attorney. Dalawa siguro, no? Pwede pa to. And yes, uh, how about the uric acid? And also, I would like to add na lang din, how about the need for electrolytes? Do you have the need for electrolytes? And I can see, you're drinking actually a natural mineral water. Uh, that's the ones that we are taking then whenever we're after a fast or that, no? So, ano po yung masasabi niyo when it comes to need for electrolytes and also uh, fear of uric acid?
1: You know, the... The, the beauty of the carnivore diet is uh, as I've said, it's simplicity. You don't need to supplement anything. If you're just eating um, meat, animal fat, and organs, it already comes in the right, uh, you know, the complete uh, electrolytes, in the right balance, in the perfect ratio. So just supplementing it would just offset the natural balance. Uh, that, that's what uh, I have also learned over, over the years it's and also are you know the mineral requirements the rda you know requirements for minerals doesn't really apply to this um zero carbohydrate diet because you're you know you're fueling on fat you're in uh in ketosis so the the requirements for um there's the for example glucose the glucose and and carbohydrates uh i mean the yeah uh, carbohydrates and magnesium um, the relationship between also antioxidants, like vitamin C. Um, it's a totally different, uh, it's, a, it's a, a different game altogether when you remove all carbohydrates. The metabolism is different. The fat metabolism, it's so different. The requirements don't apply. So we don't have to think about this. We don't have to uh, think about supplementing anything at all, even magnesium and everything. Although um, I've experienced a symptom of magnesium deficiency, which is like cramping, um, when uh, I was in Korea at the time, and there was, it was very hard to get animal fat, so most of the meats were very lean. Um, sometimes it can happen that when we're eating lean meat and not enough animal fat, it can upset a elect- electrolyte balance um, because you actually go back to uh carbohydrate metabolism even if you're not eating carbohydrates anymore even if it's a zero carbohydrate diet because of gluconeogenesis if you're eating too much protein then you know it can convert into glucose and that can upset the electrolyte balance so as long as uh, the fat to protein ratio is on point there's no need to worry about uh, electrolytes there's no need to supplement anything at all and yeah you're right Uh, if ever i drink water which is very minimal like i've said the exogenous water that i take is uh just up to you know the maximum of two glasses a day because the best water is usually metabolic water the water. so and it also um drinking too much water can uh, flush out electrolytes so that can be that's also something that's connected with the uh, carbohydrate metabolism, which again doesn't apply to this um, um, fat metabolism diet. You know, just meat and animal fat and organs. Um, there's no no need to to think about that because it's all in perfect ratio and in the right balance.
0: So, so in the beginning,
1: getting... as you mentioned, in the beginning, usually at the start. Um, there is a a rise in the uric acid in some people who are starting on the carnivore diet because uh, uric acid and ketones compete for, you know, they're both excreted in the kidney and they compete for um, exiting in the body. That's why, you know, there's like traffic there. There is a bottleneck for the ketones to be uh, excreted and for the uric acid to be uh, excreted. But it's only in the beginning, and there's no—it's not a cause for concern. Eventually, it just you know balances out. That's just in the. Eventually, it's a, it's it's not an issue at all on the carnivore diet. From what I know.
0: Yes, attorney. Thank you very much. No, So, I would like to remind everybody, no, Astra Conlu is a lawyer and an economist by heart. But as she speaks, no, baka makalimutan natin na hindi po siya yung doktor. Ang doctor po ay yung husband niya na nandito ren. Hello po, Doc Munich. He is here right now and cheering for you po, attorney. So, I hope we can have him next time around. So, and to add to your emphasis on uric acid, yes, mostly sa, sa nagsisimula, it's just transient because of the lack of insulin, the lowered insulin na hindi na, na nare-recycle yung uric acid, okay? So during the transition phase, you might need some help, no, para may eliminate yon. if it's already causing problems like gouty attacks or nagkakaroon talaga ng joint pains and all that. But for those without symptoms, don't worry, it will no- normalize in, or- in no time. But if you are in doubt, no, we have low-carb doctors who can assist you Kasi yung iba, kinakailangan muna to lower, to increase their potassium intake together with with that during the initial phase to neutralize it. And yes, ibang story po kapag may combined na carbohydrates when it comes to low carb nutrition and full carnivore. Kasi carbohydrates will really yung sinasabi ni attorney kanina carbohydrate will need so much at kapag tumataas kasi yung glucose sa katawan natin your body will try to eliminate it by flushing it out but what is getting flushed out is hindi lang po water you are also flushing out your sodium you are also flushing out your potassium you are also flushing out your magnesium and that is where imbalance can come in if you don't if you do not Supplement the right way or you eat at the right amount para completo yung requirements niyo. But as per experience ni attorney Azra, full carnivore, clean carnivore, would not need so much of those supplements, even other electrolytes. And again, agree with the too much proteins, too much proteins without the balance of fats will kick you out of ketosis. Ibig sabihin, magpuputok mag on hold po yung fat burning and you will just go back to glucose coming from extra excess proteins that you've been eating. So, yun po yung importante na mga insights that we can get right now. We are already with attorney for almost two hours now. I know, no, it's already too much. Last question, attorney, if you can. At last two pala, last two questions. First would be your exercise routine right now.
1: All right. Um, I do yoga every day. Um, about uh, 15 minutes or 20 minutes of yoga. And I do nature walk once in a while. And dancing. That's it. That's all that I do. And I also do rebounder. Just because I have so much energy. You know, I don't know what to do with the energy that I have. So I jump on the trampoline at least, you know, 100 times a day. I really enjoy doing that. So, like, every day I have so much energy to do a lot of things. So, sometimes we just do a lot of household chores. You know? It's um, very therapeutic for me to, uh, to do that. Uh, so, I just do things that really uh, give me joy or pleasure, things that I enjoy doing. But I don't have any end goal. And uh, I don't have any formal exercise at all. I don't go to the gym or
0: anything like that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I would like to emphasize then as what I usually tell my patients, No, after a month, meron kasi akong usual na pinapaprepare sa kanila no? food, na after a month, they are already fat adapted. And the ones, the moment that they're already fat adapted, during the first month, meron akong parang sort of fasting schedule na pina-follow sa kanila, parang ideal fasting schedule that they can follow. But after a month, when they already follow up, I usually tell them, as of this point, you no longer need to listen to me. You will just need to listen to yourself. Because once you are already fat adapted, hindi mo na kailangan ng fasting schedule hindi mo na kailangan mag-track pa ng inyong kung kakain ka na o hindi pa, you just listen to your body. And ju- and as long as you know that you are eating the right foods, you will become appetite corrected, na hindi nyo na po kailanganin pang planuhin ang mga bagay-bagay, and you will just eat when you are hungry and stop eating when you are already satisfied. And for those po na marami dito, eh, and I think I can see one of them, na nagpo-problema because their menstruations became irregular, okay? After a prolonged low-carb and very strict na fasting schedule. So, yun yung sinasabi ko. You are already putting yourself in a starvation mode because a little fats, especially sa mga babae, hindi talaga ideal yung sobrang wala na talagang fats. Ang babae, kailangan meron kakaunting visceral, uh, kakaunting subcutaneous fats. Those fats in addition to the ones to your ovaries will actually make enough estrogen so that you will have a normal hormonal balance including including menstruation so two ways po yan if sobrang dami yung fats ninyo you can have a yung may insulin resistance ka na magka yan ng, ng hormonal imbalance but on the other extreme side if sobrang wala na po kayong fats you are already somewhat Undernourished or malnourished, that can also cause hormonal imbalance. So, dapat naron tayong a little leeway, na no? yung babae hindi talaga pwede putot balat na. We have we have organs in our body that needs a little fat and that is a normal woman female anatomy so wag nyong pangarapin na mawala ang lahat ng taba sa inyong katawan so attorney you you said before no that you've had fertility issues and i i i can say siguro that it it, it improved afterwards so, and before you answer that, yung last question na lang natin so that we will not keep you for so long, I know you are very, very busy as well, is on the part of economy. Gano po ka sustainable ang carnivore? Say, for example, a normal Filipino worker.
1: Uh, like, I've showed you this one, one, but what I eat in a day, and this is enough to sustain everyone. Actually, even for Dr. Koralu, it's enough for him for the entire day. About 400. Uh, of a these Then, can you see the price tag? It says here that it is um, 172 pesos for the whole day. I don't know if it's, it's visible, but the price tag here says that the whole thing is 172 pesos. So, you know, I don't know what your food budget is for a day but 172 pesos that can last for one day or two days sometimes because you really feel safe that sometimes you eat only once a day or once in two days because of that the the food cost actually drastically come down you know my food budget has really reduced so much from eating several times a day before lunch uh, dinner you know breakfast and then in between snacks and sometimes even uh, midnight snack um we used to spend way way more than this maybe two times or three times more than that so per, per person even if it looks like it's all meat but if that's all that you're eating and nothing else and you're not drinking anything else you know no Starbucks coffee or anything like that just the meat and you're totally nourishing your body and because it's uh, keeping you healthy, then you don't need to take any drugs, medication, you know, no hospitalization bills. And you don't need to pay for health insurance because you're, that is your insurance for health. A healthy diet is the best insurance. So that all adds up all the other uh, costs that uh, you would otherwise have to spend on if you're on uh, high carbohydrate, high typical Filipino diet. That includes a lot of pills, multivitamins, supplements, and uh, cost for regular um, hospitalization bills and uh, insurance uh, uh, fees, which we don't anymore. You know, don't we've never spent any uh, any money on the hospitalization. and Never sat within a hospital you know, for the past five years. Never needed to, and. Um, um it all adds up into savings actually we're spending much, much less now that we are carnivores.
0: thank you so much for that i think it can enlighten a lot talaga no kasi akala natin yung binibilang always yung ano lang, yung meat lang but if you will think of a normal household kumo bumibili nga ng isang kilong karne para sa buong pamilya, pero yung, ula, yung gulay, yung mga paminta, yung seasoning, yung oil, lahat-lahat na, everything, if you sum it up, it will go way up. On the budget talaga. And the rice, the unsustainability of rice that you need to eat every two hours. But if you are fueling on carbohydrates, hindi lang po bibilangin ninyo yung kain nyo lang sa uagahan, oh, pananghalian at hapunan. Yung mga in-between snacks pa. And when you are fat adapted, like when you're doing full carnivore, I get I can attest to this being somewhat generally halus carnivore talaga kami. Yung yun nga lang we do not have this. Parang strict motivation talaga because we've never really had deteriorated our health. So, yung meron kaming 10 to 20% na mga, na mga, like, yung mga low-carb treats and all that, that we eat from time to time. But generally, in a day, what we have in our kitchen are mostly just meat, just pure proteins and fats, and it can sustain us. That's why it is very easy for us to do a two-day fast, a three-day fast kung gugustuhin namin. And that is the reason why now, those who are fueling on glucose, dependent on rice, dependent on bread, no, can never really imagine how to live to in in a day, na eating just one meal a day. Sobrang sobrang hirap yan isipin para sa kanila. May nagtatanong, if teens are okay with carnivore diet, I know your kid is a teen, is a teen na poba o oh, hindi na siya teenager ngayon, and is she also joining you? I'm sorry.
1: I didn't
0: Okay, your, kung ano po daw, uh, teens are okay with carnivore?
1: Teens, do you say teens?
0: Teen? Teenagers. Teenagers. Uh, yes, of course,
1: actually, from infanthood, as soon as uh, a kid is weaned from breast milk, um, you know, there's this book in Hungary, The Paleo Medicina. It's a, a group of scientists and doctors who prescribe uh, um, meat and animal fat and as diet or um, as a nutritional uh, intervention to treat all these diseases. And they, they recommend this diet of just meat, animal, fat, and organs from infancy until adulthood. That's why you know that this is uh, the ideal uh, human diet, because it applies universally. It applies to all children, growing children especially, need all the nutrition that only meat, animal, fat, and organs can provide it provides the complete and bioavailable nutrition for growing children. So all the more that uh, it is applicable to children, not just teenager, but um, from infancy,
0: Attorney, so sobrang daming questions pa but let's give attorney the rest that she needs then no awawa naman nakainom na tuloy ng tubig nauhaw na si attorney sa dami questions natin so marami ditong questions attorney if you have time you can browse through our comment section later if you just want to answer them or i hope no hopefully, we can have another episode and this time together with with Doc Munich kung pwede lang. So, before we end, maraming mong questions about athletes and about grass-fed, all the details and all the other uh, itsy-bitsy parts of carnivore, but for now, we don't want to deprive you of your needed night and rest. May tanong lang po ako, last message lang po. Take away. For those who are believers that going full vegetarian is the healthiest option, just like what you had before, but still suffers from unknown issues. Okay, yung iba, thyroid issues, yung iba, pangangate, uh, bloating, abdominal pain, yung iba, yun nga, tinnitus, ringing of ears, marami akong pasyente niyan as an ENT specialist, no? Yet still suffer first from those issues. What was that takeaway from your experience that you'd like to share? From your overall experience from phase one of carnivore, uh, from phase one of just eating normal Filipino food, going vegetarian, going vegan, and now going carnivore? Anupuyan attorney.
1: Well, all I can say is, is that um, keep an open mind. Um, you know, uh, not everything that we've been uh, taught, you know, that we've been led to believe is exactly true. That's what i have experienced um, and uh trust your own experience as well and i would recommend doing a, a short elimination diet if you're really curious about it just try it for maybe three days or if you uh have the uh, the willpower to do it seven days but maybe even just three days is enough just try to eat, eat nothing but meat for those uh three days maybe you could Just start with uh, ground beef, you know, just a burger or just uh, a a simple cut of of a steak or uh, maybe just a pork chop, if you can source a high-quality pork. But I I think I would recommend first uh, beef because it's the cleanest, the purest, and the least susceptible to contamination and also the highest nutrient profile. So I would suggest maybe just eating ground beef or a cut of steak um and just eat that by itself um and try to go uh, easy on the uh, season maybe just salt just salt it to taste and then drink nothing else but water and eat only when you're hungry and i think a lot in your community are doing um intermittent fasting so try to break your fast with just ground beef or a cut of steak um and do that for for three days or for however long your intermittent fasting is and uh, see how you feel. Uh, just observe, you know, look within and observe and just be open to, uh, uh to unlearn everything that you thought you, you know about nutrition, because most likely 99% of that is not exactly. Well, anyway, it's just my, my, I don't wanna impose my own um, conclusions, but I invite you to make your own conclusion out of it. I mean, what's a, what's a three days, right? It's in um, a lifetime of the possibility of enjoying uh, a level of health that you never even know is possible. So um, sometimes we think that we're okay, we're good. Like, um, you know, Dr. Connolly thought it was okay, that he didn't need to change his diet at all, that he was perfectly fine until he um went full carnivore and he experienced a level of health that he never even knew was possible so i just invite you to do that and uh and uh, uh make your own conclusions and uh, and i also want to thank you for giving me this opportunity this chance to share my experience with everyone
0: Thank you so much, attorney. Maraming-maraming salamat po. We are really, really, very happy and grateful na pinayagan niyo po yung invite namin. Everybody is so happy. And my Onyx girl would like to say hi as well. So maraming salamat po. I hope to see you again. Let's keep the communication lines open. And we are happy and thankful. Everybody is so happy and grateful for the time that you shared with us and sharing your experience. And right now, yun know, na. Marami na ngayon mas naging open-minded because of this. And don't worry, this video will be made available forever. Forever talaga, no? Sa YouTube channel naman Dr. A- 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 Attorney Astra Condu also has a YouTube channel, right? Na Astra Condu, they can just search for you. And dandun po yung kanilang full experience as a family. And I invite you to subscribe as well kasi sobrang... So, sobrang cute ni attorney. <laughs> sobrang cute niya sa kanyang mga videos. So, thank you so much, attorney. Maraming salamat po. Thank you, everyone. Good night kami niya, attorney. <laughs> Picture muna kami. One, two, three, smile. Thank you. Sige, so, yeah, salamat, everybody. Kasi kapag nito-picture tayo, nagsa-smile
1: din yan sila. Bye-bye.